Welcome to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor that also has anxiety and panic attacks. I'm super passionate about helping people work through the struggles that come with having mental illness. In this podcast, I'll be talking about some of my own experiences with mental health, as well as some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned to help not only myself, but some of the clients I've worked with. So if you're ready for some real talk about mental health that's going to help you feel a little less alone in this crazy world, then let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the It Gets Easier podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about dealing with or kind of coping with difficult or tense situations. Or more importantly, I guess, how to deal with stress on a day-to-day basis or in stressful situations. So, why am I talking about this? Well, I think I think December is going to be kind of like a month of talking about stress just because of holidays coming up. We got like New Year's, Christmas, we just had Thanksgiving. I feel like it's important to kind of talk about those things. And also because stress and tension is something that's like really super uncomfortable to feel. But it's something that I guarantee everyone experiences in like probably in a lot of cases almost on a day-to-day basis. You probably feel it at work when you maybe have to think about all the things you have to do that day, maybe when you're running late to an appointment, or maybe when you're worried about an argument you're going to you have had with a significant other or maybe like a sibling. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about stress in general. Stress is caused by our body's fight f- fight I can't why am I can't say that? Fight, flight, or freeze response. Our body perceives that this stressor is somehow a danger to us, and it puts us in panic mode. It makes our body produce a rush of hormones that prepare you for this perceived threat. This then causes one of the reactions. The fight, which makes you want to like fight this threat, be like, bam, bam, punch it out. <laughs> the flight, which makes you just want to run away from this run away from this threat, or freeze, where you just kind of feel like freeze up, don't really do anything, you're just like, what do I do? Like that type of thing. Your response typically depends on what the situation is and how you've been taught to previously respond to previously respond to it, kind of based on like your thinking patterns, maybe how you've dealt with situ- how you've dealt with stressful situations in the past. Now, something that people don't typically talk about when we're talking about fight, flight, or freeze responses is that while it's always been kind of taught to us, like taught to us I guess when we were younger that it comes when our bodies think we're in danger but it's never really been explained that our brains don't really know the difference between a real and a perceived threat our brains just know that something is making us feel threatened but not that this threat is something that may not actually be threatening at all like a stressful situation I like to explain it as like our brain could be watching a movie And it sees the fire in the movie and like maybe it sees like you're freaked out by this fire in the movie and thinks, oh my God, there's a fire and your brain's like, oh my God, like go into emergency mode, stress mode, blah, blah, blah. But your brain doesn't know that the fire is not actually there. The fire is just like your brain is just seeing this fire, this visual, and it's thinking it's there when it's not. So your fight, fight, flight, or freeze response has been activated. So how do you cope with it? There's so many different things you can do, but it's all about learning these things and adding these things to your toolbox to use when you're feeling stressed. 
Now, like I said, I kind of want to talk about what you can, there's things you can, like, some things you can do in the moment, and then things that you can kind of do to, like, prepare yourselves for stressful situations, or maybe just when you're in a stressful mindset, like I said, or like around the holidays. So, the first thing I always, always, always tell people to start with, this is something that you can do in any situation, whether it be when you're stressed or, like, just in a stressed mindset, which is taking a pause and then taking a few deep breaths. Why? Because by focusing on your breathing, it gives your body the chance to return to a more calm and resting state. I like to think of it as like a reset button or like to give more like a visual example. Is any of you out there probably played like maybe the Super Nintendo or Nintendo 64? You had like the cartridge game cartridges, right? When you would take like the game cartridge, maybe it wouldn't work. Your first thought was you were always taught was like take the game out and like blow into it to kind of clean it out, clean the dust out, whatever. It's kind of, and then once you put the game back in, it would work fine. Your body used taking the deep breaths is kind of like a similar thing. You're doing giving your body that reset to relax, to calm down, and get kind of back to our like get back to a more resting state, if that makes sense. And I know from different clients that I've worked with, a lot of people feedback I get is some, especially with like younger people, is that like they're like, well, the deep breathing doesn't work, it's too difficult, like so many different things. Like a lot of it is though, it's just they'll say it doesn't work. But I try to tell them is there's so many different breathing techniques out there today that you can try. If like taking a simple deep breath doesn't work, there's box breathing, there's four six eight breathing or four seven eight breathing. I always forget, or even the figure eight breathing where you like trace a figure eight around your hand there's so many different things to try that I feel like there's no excuse for it to not work I think it's more of a matter of just like trying different things until you find the one that works for you and I think a lot of times why it doesn't work for people is because they're only trying it when they're anxious or when they're feeling super, super stressed. And it's when you're super, super stressed, trying to teach yourself or trying to do something for the first time is going to be incredibly difficult. So that is why I always tell people, practice these things when you're not stressed. So that way, when you get into this stressful point, you're more prepared for it. It's like... Going into maybe you've never taken Spanish, like a Spanish class for the first time, never taking Spanish and expecting yourself to like ace a test right away. Like you're not going to do that. You're going to, it takes time and it takes practice to become better and making these breathing techniques more efficient for you or more effective. Does it make sense? All right. Now the second suggestion is to let yourself feel the stress or feel the worry, like just letting yourself feel it. And when I say let yourself feel it, like let yourself feel it for maybe like 15, 20 minutes. And you can either do this in two ways. You can either kind of take a break in the moment, just kind of be like, I'm going to go over here, like take a little 15, 20 minute break. Just let myself feel really stressed, feel anxious for like a few minutes, just letting your body feel that. Or if you don't, like, maybe you're at work or something and you're like, I don't have 15 minutes to go just, like, feel stressed. Like, I need to, like, do my work. Then what you can do is you can schedule a time in your day to let yourself feel stressed. 
Why should you do this? By allowing yourself to feel the emotion, to feel stress, to feel the anxiety, and not fighting it off. You're giving the stress its time in the spotlight. You're giving the stress a moment to kind of be there. And when I say let yourself feel it, like feel it, but don't feed into it. Let yourself have the thoughts like, oh, I'm so stressed right now. Like there's all this stuff going on and blah, blah, blah. But don't feed into the stress. Let yourself just kind of have the thoughts go in one ear and out the other. Let them come and go as you please. But don't let the thoughts kind of like overwhelm you. Leave the thoughts, let them happen. And then once your 15, 20 minutes are up, leave the thoughts there and get back to your day. That is one thing that's super important. You want to make sure that when you're doing that, make sure that once you've done this, leave the thoughts there, they're there, you go move about your day. All right third suggestion which is going to kind of move into a cut like more of the next three suggestions three four and five are kind of move into more of thought-based things like the first one is reframing your perspective so a lot of times our stress or tension tends to stem from irrational thoughts or like thinking about things that we don't really have any control over so what can be helpful to do is to try imagine trying to imagine the stress or stressful situation or like just the stressor from an outside perspective like how what would you say to a friend that this was happening to or what would you think if this was happening to a friend would you be thinking the same thoughts or telling them the same things that you would be telling yourselves would you be as hard on yourself as you would be with a friend who was in this same situation now I want you to think about the situation in the sense of what can you actually control in the situation are you worrying about the situation but you can't actually control anything about it if you're not sure here's a little exercise you can do if what I want you to do is get a piece of paper and write down why the situation or what the stressors are that are stressing you out And then how these stressors or how the situation is making your body feel. Like, for example, maybe you're stressed about work. Maybe you have a ton of work that you're backed up on and you're just like, I have all these things going on. I don't know how I'm going to catch up with all of them. And it's making you feel really stressed. Like my stomach's been really nauseous lately and I've been getting really a lot of tension headaches. I've been feeling really warm. Those types of things. Once you've written down kind of what the stressors are and how they're making your body feel, I want you to look at the situation or stressors and think about what you can control in those with those stressors or the situation and what you cannot control. Like I said, maybe your stressor, like let's go back to the example I had, which your stressor is work. What can you control in your work situation? Can You can obviously control getting your work done. But what you can control is maybe like if an emergency pops up and you have to go handle that. I think it's a lot of just perspective and thinking about the things like what can I control versus what I can't control. This leads me to saying control what you can control. Let go of the things you can't control. And that is so much easier said than done. It's so easy for me to sit here and say, just let go. You can't control that. Just let go of it. Like It's really hard to let go of things. But I think by letting, but I think the best way to let go is just kind of, instead of just saying like let go, like focus more on the things you can control. But because by focusing on those things, it's going to put 
like put more into it and it's going to be all easier to let go of the things you can't control because you're putting so much into what you can control so put your energies into what you can control okay does that make any hope that made sense so this leads into the fourth suggestion which is taking it one stressor at a time Going back to the deep breathing, take a deep breath and evaluate or even prioritize the stressors in a way that you that makes it easier to deal with, which is what stressors do I need to deal with right now and what stressors can I maybe push off for a little bit longer? I want you to think about the stressors in a way that are going to make them more easy for you to cope with and I want you to think about the stressors in a way that help you to feel less stressed, which because stress is very easy to become overwhelming. So I want you to think of the stress in a way that helps you to feel less stressed. And by so a lot of times by prioritizing your stressors and figuring out a way that like what needs to be done first versus what you can kind of push off can make it a little easier to deal with. So it's kind of like, or even like making a to-do list, making a to-do list of like, the things that you need to do and then kind of thinking about it in that sense like what can I what things do I need to do and I really I feel like I'm not making sense right now <laughs> like I said make a to-do list and a lot of times just having a to-do list and being able to check those things off makes things so much easier like for me I'm a to-do list person I am like a like visual like if I can see what I need to do and I can check it off like doing that little check mark just feels so good or crossing it off love it all right so let's move on to the fifth suggestion, suggestion, which is practicing using less negative self-talk. Now, I am a huge person that does this. No, no, I shouldn't. Which, like, negative self-talk, I think, is something that's so easy to fall into. And it by fault, making it so easy to fall into, it's something that makes positive self-talk even more difficult to do. But positive self-talk is so incredibly rewarding. So when I say using less negative self-talk, more positive self-talk, instead of thinking about the negative thoughts like, this sucks, why is this happening to me, I'm never going to do anything good, like those types of things, I want you to first, instead of just trying to think of positive thoughts first, I want you to try and think of positive things or things that make you feel happy. For me, things that make me happy are like, happy music thinking of puppies thinking of kittens thinking of my nieces thinking of like all these thinking of things that make you happy by thinking about these things that make you happy and thinking of these more positive things it can help to influence more positive thoughts that's what it all comes down to and I know this was something that actually was really helpful for me with my anxiety and kind of like that's like proves that this is really helpful is I would listen to like these, um, I think I've talked about this before, these positive affirmations, it's literally like someone would be talking in the background, like saying positive affirmations. And it was super, super helpful because it kind of resets your mind to think more positively without you having to really do much of it. It kind of is like, uh, it's reframing your mind. And it's really, really helpful. So the last thing and probably the most important suggestion that I have is practicing self-care. 
By practicing self-care, I'm not saying, like, are you getting massages? Are you going to get your nails done? Like, not those types of things. By talking about self-care in this sense, I'm talking about are your basic needs being met? Are you eating enough? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting exercise? If you're lacking in any of those areas, I can guarantee that your stress levels are going to be in heightened state. So if there's anything you take out of this, please practice self-care. I'm telling you. Again, from my own experience, if I don't get enough sleep, um, I my anxiety lets me know. My anxiety is like, ooh, it's so much worse when I don't get enough sleep. Or like if I don't eat enough or those types of things, like your body is going to let you know if your needs are not being taken care of. So it's so important to make sure that your needs are being taken care of. So. What I want to do before I finish out this episode is first, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you, the person listening to this episode of the podcast. I am so incredibly grateful and appreciative that you are here, and I want to take a moment to kind of practice a little bit of what we've been talking about. So, maybe you're in a stressed time right now, maybe you're a tough time, I feel you, and I'm here for you. And maybe if you're not going through a stress time, maybe you just need, like, this is just like a moment of calm for you. So what I want to do is I want to take, we're going to do like a quick little pause. I want everyone to take a deep breath. And to maximize this experience, I want you to make sure that either you're seated upright or laying flat so that your lungs and diaphragm are being constricted because if your lungs are constricted, you're not getting the most benefit out of the deep breathing. So... What I want you to do, first place a hand on your chest and another in your abdomen. I want you to take a deep breath in, and I want you to notice your current level of tension. Are you super highly tense right now? Are you a little more calm? Where are you at on the, on the stress scale? Now, now that we've figured out where you are on the stress scale, I want you to take a big, deep inhale in through your nose and allow all the air to enter into the bottom of your lungs. Pause for a moment, and then exhale slowly through your mouth. As you're exhaling, allow your body to let go and relax. We're going to take a few more deep breaths in and out. And if you want, instead of just thinking of inhale and exhale, you can also just say calm as you breathe in and peace as you exhale. Or if thinking of words isn't your thing, you can visualize the breath entering in and leaving your body. So we're going to take a few more deep breaths. Big inhale in. Pause. And exhale out. Another breathe in. And out. One more. Breathe in. And out. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has left you feeling a little more prepared to deal with some everyday stress in your life, maybe with the holidays coming up. In the next episode, I'm going to be covering more holiday stress, kind of like where my holiday stress has been in the past, kind of like more of a talky-talky type thing and also kind of giving some more tips. But also what I think will be really, really helpful is I want you to either like drop in my DMs at Ms. Heather Magic. You can get the link in the show notes to my and tell me what are some things that stress you out about the holidays? What stresses you out about Christmas? What stresses you out about New Year's? Like tell me about it. What stresses you out about the holidays? Because I want to be able to talk more specifically about like what 
I want to be able to help my audience. So yeah, I thank you so much for listening and I hope you're feeling a little more relaxed and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so freaking much for listening. If you connected with any part of the episode today, I would love it if you shared it on your Instagram story. Also, make sure to tag me in it so I can thank you for sharing and showing the podcast some love. I am so incredibly grateful for you allowing me to be a part of your daily routine. So until next time, remember, it gets easier.